Welcome to today's Word of Mom Radio here on the Word of Mom Media Network. I'm your host, Dori DiCarlo, and you know we are here week after week, show after show, breaking those myths that mompreneurs and businesswomen, especially those of us building our businesses from home, are just dabbling in between bake sales and getting our nails done. We're not. We are smart, we are savvy, and we are sharing the wisdom of women in business and in life. And I'm really thrilled. You know, I always love when I bring in a fellow podcaster. I really do because more of us need to be out there and we need to be sharing each other. Jessica Gershman is the founder of the Zen Mommy app and the voice behind the Moms Slowdown podcast, as well as a passionate believer in the power of self-care. Through her work as a certified yoga instructor and accomplished home chef, and a dedicated mindfulness practitioner, she has created a holistic program that supports women, especially moms, in creating a life of joy and gratitude. And I love her mission and her work, and I'm thrilled to be sharing her. So Jessica, welcome to Word of Mom Radio. Thanks, Dory. It's so exciting to be here. I love the opportunity to be on your show and what you do. You know what? It is so much fun. And again, as I said, it's so important. More of us need to be out there podcasting. And more importantly, we need to be sharing each other's shows because we all have so much to share. So take us through your journey and how you went from yoga and everything else, your own path of transformation. Yeah. Um, well, I think we all kind of remember the twenties, maybe not so fondly. Uh, and, and it was a rough path for me. I was a, a commercial real estate developer and I started my career really young at 19 and I was literally out there building shopping centers. I had a fake ID to get into the work cocktail parties. <laughs> That's how young I was. Um, and that led me, you know, I was pretty unhappy and I found at the birth of my first daughter, Eva in 2009, you know, on the brink of a divorce and, and just really being kind of miserable, not knowing where to turn. And, and that's when I found yoga. So that kind of was the catalyst to a journey of self-transformation for me personally. And I've been practicing now for 13 years uh, and, and, and really it's changed me. It's changed the way I think it's changed the way I, I behave. It's changed me, um, my brain chemistry, as we know the scientific uh, benefits of yoga. And I opened a studio in my house in 2014 and I saw clients one-on-one and a lot of them were moms. A lot of them uh, were women in the similar situation and were just really unhappy and couldn't figure out you know, why they were exhausted and, you know, stressed out all the time and just never felt like they could catch a break. Uh, And they would come in and they would see me for an hour a week, you know, and they would leave feeling amazing and they would walk right back into their life. And, you know, it was right back out the grind again. And, you know, for me, I've cultivated what I call like a toolbox of, of basically life skills 
Um, meditation, breath work is super big, a gratitude practice, just being in the present moment. And I kind of cultivate this toolbox so that I have you know, tools to use essentially when life gets hairy and it hits the fan and we don't know what to do and our kids are screaming and we're fighting with our spouse. And I really wanted to offer that to other moms because even though life is stressful and hard, it's really incredible. I mean, none of us want an okay life, right? We want the best life. We want the best for our kids. We want the best for ourselves. We want the most joyful life. We just don't want to be okay. We don't want to end this and be like, well, my life is just so-so. No, your life can be incredible. You know, it's all in how we approach it. And so when I launched the Zen Mommy app, I really wanted to offer the tools and the, in my toolbox that created such a, a joyful transformation for me. I mean, trust me, it's free. It's, you know, great. It's gratitude and, and being in the moment. And then it's also really, really hard, you know, so let's not forget the work piece in that, but it's, uh, it's really worth it. It is very hard because as you said, they come and for an hour with you, they're feeling great, but life is life. And it's how you're dealing with everything in life. I like that you're doing mindfulness. You know, I've gotten my coaching certification. It's one of the things that I did for myself during this whole lockdown. And I've been doing all kinds of business coaching and life coaching and this and that. But mindfulness is really where it's at because until you change that mindfulness, that mindset, nothing else is going to fall into place. So talk a little about that and mindfulness tips and how you learn how to incorporate practicing gratitude into your life. Cause it really is a learned behavior for some. Sure. Yeah. And so mindfulness, if you think of just being in the present moment, there's that right. And in yogic, the yogis believe, you know, suffering is created in our head. So it's holding on to the past. That's never coming back. Nothing. We can't change it. It's already happened or worrying about something that's, you know, in the future that's yet to happen. And, and the reality is we all experienced it in this last year, but the reality for all of us is anything in the external world, we have no control over at all. The only thing that we can control is what's going on inside. And that's why yoga is an internal practice. And so practicing mindfulness is, you know, being in the present moment. So some little tips and tricks that I use are breathing. We all breathe. Right? Um, it's free. It's accessible. Um, and just slowing down just a very simple two to one breath, you know, inhaling two counts, exhaling for four counts, even just three to five times before you may lose your, you know, what's on your kids and family or your, your boss or your coworkers. Um, and that's just enough. What I call this little yogic pause to give you the choice of then you decide how you're going to react to a situation. So you're acting, you're conscious of what you're choosing to do versus just flying off the handle or reacting or road rage or whatever situation you're in. Um, so that yogic pause is really important. There are some silly things that I do um, when I come home from a stressful day and I know all the moms out there listening, mealtime is frantic and you're like, you know, you're running from soccer to basketball, to volleyball, to a flute practice and you got to get a meal on the table. It's just taking a few moments and looking around my kitchen and noticing and just feeling grateful for the knife I have, for the pots and pans that I use, for the space, for the view that I see, for the meal that I'm about to prepare for my family. And just those few little moments uh, is enough to kind of reframe, especially when you're cooking. Because I think for me, putting uh, the energy into food, it's either going to taste really good because you put love in, in, into that food, or it's not going to taste very good because you're we're really hateful and, 
and resentful about making it to begin with. Uh, and really it, it's living in the moment, you know, life is now Eckhart Tolle is incredible. I'm doing another class with him right now. And, you know, life can never be in the past. Life can never happen in the future. It only happens in the right here and now. And so dropping in, I love using the five senses, you know, how we smell, touch, taste, you know, hear and feel and kind of going through those and, and checking in. What do I smell? What's the taste in my mouth? How do the clothes feel against my skin? You know, where's my breathing? What's going on? And, and even just those little kind of moments are tools that you can use where we drop out of this kind of crazy monkey mind of ours and this stressful mind and just into the moment because in the moment you're okay. I love that. You know, I had someone on the show, we were talking about mindfulness and she was saying, you know, when you're in traffic, think of other things, you know, because I am not a traffic person and I will do everything. I'll just get off the road and take the back roads. If it's a huge traffic jam, I'll go to dinner. I'll take myself out to dinner. I'll grab a book. I don't let myself, but I was stuck in traffic, nowhere to go. And I took a deep breath and I was like, okay, cars paid for. I just filled up with gas. I have a cup of tea here. And fortunately, I'm able to be driving where I'm driving. And it was so funny because I remember when she said it and I kind of rolled my eyes because I'm like, I will never have a way to be happy and traffic. Why not? That's a gratitude practice right exactly. there. It really was. I was thankful that I was in the car that I paid for. My insurance was paid. It had just come out that morning, you know, all of that stuff and being thankful that you can do this. I, she was talking about bills. Be thankful that you have the money to pay your bills, even though you don't want to have to pay that bill. It's all of those things and really practicing gratitude. It really does change how you react to so much that is going on around you. And for you in bringing gratitude in and working with moms, the Zen mommy and, and your mom slow down podcast, how are you helping moms in their reframing of what mom is supposed to look like now? Yeah. I think it's really important to share the struggle, to share, um, stories of overcoming to share just stories of other women. And I think the more that we're honest with one another uh, about our sex life, about what it's really like to parent teenagers, you know, what it's like having a, you know, toddler working from home and, you know, just really are honest with one another. I think it normalizes things so that people don't feel alone. And I think that's important with the mom slowdown podcast is I wanted to have these tough conversations and bring up topics um, like female sexual dysfunction. Let's talk about things and 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 normalize struggle to know that you're not suffering alone. Someone has suffered something like this and someone will suffer it in the future. And I think that's important because struggle is very isolating and it's really easy, you know, when you're isolated, you feel like you're the only one, this is happening to you um, to get really down. And that's a hard place to come back from. And I think it, um, the more of my, even my own vulnerability that I can share and be like, Hey, I know everyone wants to see someone on the outside, but I say this so often, everyone has a story that you know nothing about. And so to choose kindness, because no matter what they look like on the outside, we're all struggling. We've had struggles. We will struggle. Um, and I think it's important, uh, to have those tough conversations and, you know, with, with the app, I love, you know, for me, movement, in yoga, there, there's such a meditation and movement that happens. I mean, 
yes. Can you have this like strong, beautiful yoga body from practicing yoga? Yeah. But it's really about the internal work that happens when you start to meet yourself on the mat and you don't find that in any other, you know, movement practice. And I love everything from, you know, Tabata to tennis and I, you know, everything in between. Um, but it's the only thing for me that really allows me to kind of look at what's going on in my head. A teacher calls out a pose or he makes me stay in a pose too long. And I'm like, okay, where does, where does the ego go? Where's my chatter? You know, what kind of self-talk am I having, you know? And then I'm able to kind of look at that and evaluate it and be like, yeah, I'm going to, that, that, those thoughts don't work for me anymore. And I'm going to choose different ones. I tell my kids all the time, um, my little one struggles with anxiety and she can find herself in this very deep downward spiral of just negativity. And I'm like, you know, you can't control anything out here. I said, but you can choose to find something positive in this moment, anything, you know, I said, and in a few deep breaths, I said, a new attitude is just a few breaths away, you know, a new perception and our life is a hundred percent how we perceive it. You know, and it's a hundred percent of what's going on in our mind. And it's very simple to kind of simple. Theoretically, it's simple, right? These, these are very free practices. Um, so don't mistake me in saying that they're easy. They are simple. They are accessible. And yes, they are hard and they do require work because the mind is extremely powerful. On that note, we're going to take a quick break, say thank you to our sponsors, and we'll be back in just a moment here on Word of Mom Radio. Hi, this is Charlotte Felcher, and welcome to Kid Fun. I'm going to offer a very easy tip for having fun with the kids that comes from my book, Kid Fun, 401 Easy Ideas for Play. Kids love forts. It's very easy to make a fort. Actually, if you have a carton in the house, that's a great fort. They can play in it. They can have a sandwich in it. They can read a book in it. They can bring their stuffed animals in it. But another great way to have a fort is to take a sheet and place it over the kitchen table or the dining room table and then crawl under it. You and the kids, and you can make it a library, have story time or a cafe and have a sandwich. That's my kid fun tip for today. You can get more information like this in my book, which is available at kidfunandmore.com. She is brave. She is strong. She is you. Because you're that woman who's got a product or a service that you're looking to promote. Or you're out there seeking to support other women in business to help women learn, network, and build the businesses of their dreams. Because when you win, we win. We all know a survivor. Some of our friends and family have made it through difficult times. Some of us don't make it. Losing a loved one to cancer, a car accident, or any other unfortunate event can be crippling and unavoidable. But one of the hardest subjects to talk about is suicide. Too often, our youth decide that leaving this place is easier than facing the struggle forced upon them every day. More than one in four children go through some form of bullying or another. Most of us survive with scars, but for some... The inner demons created cannot be recognized or treated in time to ensure they make it through. Bullying in every form is very much avoidable. It starts with me and it starts with you. This is Kelly Carius from No Such Thing as a Bully reminding you to do your part when you see bullying happen. If you don't know what that is, call 403-447-4404 
or go to nosuchthingasabully.com. Don't let the name fool you because stadiumbags.com has a line of clear bags that enable you to use your phone and your smart devices without removing them from your bag. Not only that, but the product is so good it'll stand up to the cleaning solvents that you need to use now to make sure that when you come home, you come home safely. So take a look at stadiumbags.com. You'll see why we're your clear choice because safety, it's in the bag. And we're back here on Word of Mom Radio. We are talking with Jessica Gershman about the Zen Mommy app, her mom's slowdown podcast and mindfulness. And what you just said, you know, I've said this for so long, words hit harder than a fist. It is an amazing thing. The words that you can hear in your head sometimes that beat you to a pulp if you let them. It's amazing. You know, think about it. If you speak kindly to plants, it has been proven how healthy they will grow. Imagine talking like that to yourself and what you can grow with you. So with you, I know you're your podcast, Mom Slow Down, is wrapping up its second season. How have you brought that in for your highs and your lows and your approach to go for it with business? Yeah, I'm a serial entrepreneur and I'm really uh, comfortable with failure. <laughs> so, um, every, you know, I'm one of the kind of people that will just try just about anything. I started a clothing line and athleisure line for women a handful of years ago and designed a pair of anti-cellulite yoga pants. Uh, and I learned a lot over those two years. I learned, I didn't want to be in the fashion uh, industry. Um, but I think it's, it's fun for me to just be open and honest. I mean, I've, I've screwed up about everything you could and deleted episodes with the podcast, which is you know, always fun, ran into all kinds of things. But, you know, for me, um, I've learned a lot in the journey and I've learned a lot along this. And, you know, I remember meditating. This is one cool story uh, the night before. And I was just meditating on success. And that's what I did before I went to sleep. And when I woke up in the morning, I got an email from a podcast listener that said, you know, this particular episode, which was about um, having newborns really spoke to her and it meant a lot. And she was really struggling. She had a four week old son. And, you know, I woke up and I was like, you know, that's why I'm doing this as I'm reaching out to moms, you know, even though, as you know, as a podcaster, we don't get to see or touch, you know, or, or feel our listeners, but someone took the time to reach out and say, Hey, this was really meaningful and it helped. And that to me is, is a measure of success beyond anything. Uh, and, and I love that part. I love asking questions. I love meeting people and, and having these kind of fun, interesting taboo conversations, because I think that it's important to normalize, you know, everything from sex to sleep, you know, and everything in between and, and let moms know that they're not alone and that there are tools and, and, you know, offering the app for me, I wanted to teach cooking um, because I really feel like it's something that we're tasked to do as women and mothers. Um, and whether we're working moms or not, uh, that tends to fall on our plate and our responsibility. But most people really don't enjoy cooking. Uh, and so my idea is that if you feel more confident in something, you will enjoy it more. And so on the app, there's cooking. There's, I mean, I start with how to hold a knife. You know, let's bring it all the way back to the basics. And it goes from everything from that to how to grill, you know, how to make steakhouse steaks at home. And I have a whole uh, 
library database of gluten and dairy-free and refined sugar-free recipes uh, with this whole idea that, you know, what you feed your body really affects how you feel um, mentally, physically, emotionally, how you feel, you know, how you go out in the world and, and eating whole foods is really important. You know, how we nourish our body says a lot about how we feel about it. So funny that you say that I was just my dear friend from childhood had had to have surgery and because I work for myself, as long as I have a computer and a phone, it doesn't matter where I am. I watch my grandchildren two days a week. So I have a flexible schedule, the other five. And I was up at her house and her granddaughter was over and was making waffles. And I was showing her which knife to use. I said, forget a butter knife. This is the knife you want to use to cut the butter. It has an ergonomic design, meaning that it's healthy for your body. Here's how your fingers fit and everything else. So I love that you're, because people don't realize that. People don't realize that there are knives out there that are going to make them feel more confident mm -hmm. because of the way it feels in their hand. Now I've been cooking my whole life. So I love to cook and amazingly have three kids that are all adults who not only love to cook, but they're organic and, you know, they're doing all the good things because they had a mommy who loved to cook and always brought them in, including your kids in that kids are always going to eat better if they help make the food. They always will. You'll get them to experiment. They'll be more, you know, willing to try new things and, and things that you would never think a child would eat. They will, if they've had a hand in making it, I'm going to dial it back now to the Zen mommy app because talk about how you came about creating this app. I mean, I love that. And I love that you have you have cooking. What other things are you sharing on your app? Yeah, sure. I share meditation, uh, breath work techniques, and mindfulness. And then um, I also teach yoga recovery and myofascial release. So um, fascia is this intelligent framework that's basically around every muscle, in between muscles, around every cell, and it communicates. And so when we have knots and stuff, that's what we're feeling is you know, when you're like, oh, God, I've been at the computer too long. I've got these knots in my, my upper traps. You're feeling fascia, you know, and those are what we can work and start to heal our body at home. And so I use rad myofascial tools uh, and I have very specific body work um, classes. So I have classes for the office worker and the commuter that really open up the front of the body and strengthen the back of the body. I have yoga for the hips where we start to get in. You can use a tennis ball even and start to really, um, take care of our body. I think the, the more that we take care of our body, the more that we're able to, to get from it, like the way you would treat a car. I mean, you don't expect to take a car 300,000 miles if you never get the oil changed, you know, if you're not giving back to the body. Uh, and then with yoga, there's um, restorative classes, there's uh, flow classes, there's strength building classes. So for me, that's a, that's a movement of choice. And I feel like everyone can incorporate into a yoga practice. It can be pretty accessible uh, without any knowledge, you know, you don't have to, and it's nice to be able to practice at home with yoga because it can be very intimidating in a group setting when you're with a yoga teacher and we've all been there where, you know, they're calling out all of these Sanskrit poses and you're looking around and you don't know what's going on, you know, and you're, you, you come in with more anxiety or you leave with more anxiety than you came in with, which is what, not what we want from a yoga practice, right? It's, it can be a very calming, centering, grounding practice that really has you leaving 
feeling better than you did when you walked in. And I can't say that when I run on my Peloton all the time, I don't always feel better when I get off of my Peloton treadmill, but um, I do for my yoga practice. So basically I offer the three tools, which is uh, movement, which is yoga, uh, nourish, which is all of what we talked about, the gluten and dairy-free recipes and how to cook uh, and, and mindset, meditation, breath work, and mindfulness. And really when I look back over the trajectory of the last 20 years of my life, those were the three tools, major tools that really catapulted me into creating a, a joyful life, a life where I'm happy every day. It doesn't mean I is a life without struggle um, or heartache or, or, or pain, but it's, it's a life I'm, I'm proud of. With your approach, because you are so honest and realistic in the way you frame things and share things, how do you feel it's giving permission to others? Because we're all facing something one way or another. Yeah, I think anytime someone is honest and vulnerable, it gives permission for someone else to be honest and vulnerable too, or to feel the same thing or... Um, I, you know, struggling, I think there's beauty and struggle, which is why I'm open about failing. You know, I fail with my kids. I'm real honest with them about mommy really screwed up or mommy didn't, you know, <laughs> I had to apologize to my stepson. You know, I was like, oh, yeah, I could do better. I snapped at you at the dinner table and, you know, I'm a work in progress, but I think owning up to uh, our failures and knowing that that is growth and that is just trajectory forward, which I think we all want, you know, is just to keep putting one foot in front of the other and, and owning that and celebrating it. I mean, we talk about things that we fail at the dinner table. You know, what do the kids mess up on today and talk about, like, okay, what did you learn from that? Maybe it's, I never want to jump off that swing set again. Well, that's, you know, that's, that's growth for me. I didn't ever want to go into the fashion industry. I beat my head against the wall. Like every day it was terrible. Uh, but I was stronger for it. You know, I would never take it back. And despite the struggles, I'm very open about, uh, struggling with an eating disorder and addiction in my early twenties and how hard and isolating that was. And for me to take that path and to be able to go and to go to culinary school and to create a positive relationship with food is something that I'm really proud of. Because uh, an eating disorder is something that um, I love. A therapist and a good friend of mine said it's like a radio, uh, car radio, and it's always on. It just depends when you get in the car if it's on really loud or if it's barely a whisper. And I think um, for me that that's the way. It's something that I work on every day is reframing that mental chatter. And it's something that I'm conscious of and, and open and, and know that it's a work in progress. You know, I think we're, it's all, everything that goes on in the head for most people, nobody wants to know, right? What's going on in my head. I don't know what's going on in your head, um, but it's, it's, it's hard. The, the mind is really, really strong. It really is. And, you know, that's actually a great way to wrap up this conversation is knowing the strength of your mind. And if you feed it good thoughts, it's going to be nourished in a good way. It really is. So Jessica, let everyone know how they can find you and download your app. Yeah, awesome. So it's our free month of downloads now through August. Um, we'll probably extend that. Uh, and it's at the Zen Mommy is on Apple and Google Play. And then you can find me on Instagram at the underscore Zen underscore mommy and the Zen all of Jessica's links will be live on our Word of Mom radio page. I thank you so much for taking the time to come and share your journey with us. 
I really do, Jessica. I think you're doing great work and I'm excited for you. Excited to see how things continue to progress. So come back as more things are happening and new things are, are going on with you. Continue to share with our listeners. We'd love to know. I'd love that. Thank you so much. My pleasure. And to all of you tuning in, I want to say thank you so much for being here. We're going to thank altwell.com, one of our great sponsors. You can go to Altwell Mom, go to altwell.com, use Altwell Mom for 25% off your first order. And we're going to close out with our fabulous theme song from Smith Sisters Bluegrass. So till next time, this is Dory DiCarlo saying go out and create a marvelous you. Bye for now. She is sure. She is sure. She is strong. She is strong. She is true. She is true. She is brave. She is brave. She is bold. She is bold. She is you. She is you. She is you. She is you. She is sure. She is sure. She is strong. She is strong. She is true. She is true. She is brave. She is brave. She is bold. She is bold. She is you. She is you. She is you. She is you. Sure of herself. Yes, she takes care of biz. Powerful and strong. She knows who she is, has integrity, woman strong and true. You know her by name, see this woman is you. She is sure, she is sure, she is strong, she is strong, she is true, she is true. She is brave, she is brave, she is bold, she is bold, she is you, she is you, she is you, she is you, she is sure, she is strong, she is true, she is true. She is brave, she is brave, she is bold, she is bold. Strong. She is strong. She is true. She is true. She is brave.